to Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 259. This episode is sponsored by Double Under Wonder. You guys, we have been working with them for a long time, and they have the best glitter jump ropes. It's really not supposed to be glittery, but if you want to have an option of putting some glitter in your jump rope, Double under dust, isn't that what he calls it? Double under dust, it's like something fun dust and uh, put some glitter on it and you have a fantastic jump rope. So you can support the podcast by ordering your double under wonder jump rope. And they also have really cool wrist wraps, might I add. They have some cute tank tops. They have just some fun stuff. Yeah, with like cool lightning bolts on it and you can pick the colors of your... Yeah, you can uh, customize your jump rope. You can get the different handles, handle. different ropes. That's handle. the word that's I was looking the, for. Like, I'm making the, the motion to Claire on she's the screen. Almost, she's making like, except your motion is more like eating with yeah. a spoon. Yeah, like churning ice cream. <laughs> Not yeah. so much. I really wish I was right now. Um, you can use the discount code GGW, like all of our discount codes, to support the podcast. And we've been working with them, like I said, for a long time. And we just love their products. And we love the owner. He just has such a great spirit. So please support this wonderful business and support the podcast at the same time and get a fabulous new jump rope just don't tell your gym owner that if you do get glitter because glitter leaves a trail it's true <laughs> maybe <laughs> open it in your own garage it's in like, the comfort of your home do you ever see people that like have glitter on their face and you're like oh you just hug someone who had glitter on you yeah <laughs> well I mean like I mean, not like makeup glitter, but like if they just right. have it like random. Yeah, no, like, I'm saying I see that all the time because yeah. I'm around you all the time. Yeah. And you're the one who's hugging people with the, you're the, pro, you're like the source. I'm the you're, problem. You're patient zero. <laughs> Put some glitter on it. I'm just trying to spread glitter in the world. That's really funny. But every once in a while, I'm like, I'll see like a guy with glitter on his face. I'm like, who did you hug that? It's like a tell. And it's just like one. <laughs> yeah. So I want to check in with you about how you're feeling about last week's episode with Michelle. Oh, I thought it was fun. Wasn't I it mean, fun? There definitely were some points at the beginning where I was like drinking a lot of water to like keep myself calm. Yeah. When she was talking about like people's energies and like she senses energies and that kind of thing. That's the kind of stuff where I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, and but she was so nice isn't and great. she funny and, she has such you know, a great sense of humor and I think that yeah. the the piece about it too is like I kind of know her a little bit better just because of like obviously I met her before and then she actually you didn't know this but she showed up like an hour early to my house just because she had the time mm-hmm. wrong so we were hanging out for like an hour chatting so I feel like mm-hmm. we had some good time like even more time together together to talk so it's like when you come into this conversation that's kind of like awkward for you to begin with and then talking to her I feel like it took a little bit while for it took a little while for you to get used to her and her used to you and she was like oh my god Claire is so funny I'm like yeah it's we like we have a good time here um but I liked the like after listening to the um conversation like after the fact and editing it I was like yeah this is this was a really good conversation we got a a lot of feedback about like, oh, you really opened up my mind. Like this wasn't cheesy. This wasn't something that people were like rolling their eyes at. And I think what it comes down to too is like, it wasn't a matter of like, is it true or not true? It's just like, this is why we believe in in what we believe in. And I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I really liked how, I mean, I felt like she came into it also really open-minded. Like she wasn't there to try to convince me, which I kind of expected her to be. Oh, really? And well, just like knowing, you know, knowing that you had kind of set it up as like, Claire doesn't believe, like come over and be on our podcast. Sure, of course. I was expecting her to try to be like, well, Claire, how do you explain this? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I want a boat. (laughs) 
I want I want a boat. Give me my boat and I will be I will believe. <laughs> but then you're um, like, wait, but no, I get really seasick. Yeah. Like a car, maybe. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I thought it was great. And I think, you know, the the underlying message that I took away from it, which I think I hope everybody took away, is like whatever you have to do to find comfort and confidence and connection and feel like, you know, you're connected to something bigger than yourself, like do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think where it gets awkward is when people are like kind of pushy about it or like. Yeah. When they're like, well, here's why you should believe. Well, then how do you explain this? Well, then how do you explain this? Right. Like Like, that just doesn't feel good no matter what you do. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I think that that goes for any like belief system. Like politics, religion. Yeah. yeah. Politics. Exactly. The second, whether it's a, yeah. I mean, diets even. Diets. Yeah. Any, which I think diets can very much be classified as a belief system in in this day and age. Anytime that you end up like trying to go tit for tat with someone about like, well, what about this? Well, what about this? It's like, listen, I'm not interested in like having an Oxford debate with you about this. It's just not my jam. Yeah. And I think that we, she very much was like, she wasn't there to try to convince me. She was just there to share her story. And I appreciated that a lot. Yeah. And she was really cute. Can I throw in network marketing into that mix as well? Yeah. (laughs) Like, please don't sell me things. Via text message, mass text message. I will yeah, because completely delete you from my contacts. I just don't, I don't believe in it. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, but I do want to read a really cute story. <laughs> Every time I say cute story, do you know what I think of from Arrested Development? I do. Yes. <laughs> Jared's cute story. <laughs> if you guys don't know that show, <laughs> it's the best. Jared, <laughs> that's like one of my favorite moments. Jared, cute story. I'm a maritime lawyer. <laughs> We've been watching that show a lot lately, oh, and I've been no. wanting to text you I so really bad. I need to rewatch it. Please do every time. Just send send it on my way. It's so funny. You guys Joy is like literally crying. I'm crying right now. just because we have been watching it, and so I'm like totally like thinking of all the stupid uh, Arrested Development. If you haven't watched it, oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay. Um, I we, I haven't seen the episodes or the, the seasons in a long time, but when I was in college, I would just watch them over and over and oh over and God. over. Yeah, so good. <laughs> what All was right. the one recently that was like someone's loblog? Jen, Jen LaBaugh. Every time I think of Jen LaBaugh, I want to say Jen Bob LaBaugh's LaBaugh. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. I I digress. It's a very cute story from Callie. And she says, I've been listening to the show since summer 2016, which was about four months after I started CrossFit. Um, All I wanted at the time was more CrossFit. (laughs) And that's how I found y'all. I wait as patiently as possible for every Thursday and just love listening to you both. During the open last year, I almost wrote in to tell you a story, but never did, thinking, man, it's not worth their time. After listening to the episode with Michelle, I have a little story to share. And this time I figure, what the hell? I sit somewhere between both of your points of view. I want to believe in the woo-woo. There must be something going on because we exist. (laughs) It's a great point, Kelly. Um, while at the same time, I'm like, yeah, right. I see the feather because I have eyes and I'm wearing my glasses. Okay. So to the point, when I was young, my grandma Mimi would tell us, and that made me think of your grandma Mimi, Claire, um, that after someone dies, you'll know they made it to the other side. And she put that in quotes when they appear in your dream. Years later, when I was in high school, my great Mimi died. 
A few months after, I had a dream that our family was at the beach playing in the sand in shallow waves. The sun was low in the sky and Great Mimi was there with us. I woke from that night's sleep feeling light and peaceful. Whether or not it was a message from my Great Mimi, and I just love that she calls her Great Mimi, um, or simply my mind remembering her, it made me happy. Thanks for the great fun every week. Keep being badass, Callie in Dallas, Texas. She said, P.S. See you at the games. I can't wait to meet you, Callie. That was such a great story. Okay, two takeaway points. One, yes. we get so many emails that are like, I've been meaning to email you for a yes. long time, but I just like didn't I never think did. you guys would. Damien Lurker. I didn't think, or more so the people who are like, I just didn't think I'd had anything to say or that you guys would care. Always send the email. We always, always. read them. Even if they're like, Please. just little stories about like, oh my gosh, I thought of you girls today because yeah. this woman in front of me at the bank had glitter nails or whatever. Right. Like send us your I notes. I love when people love send us glitter stuff, taco stuff, Harry Potter stuff, mean girl stuff, stuff, cat stuff, dog stuff, like whatever stuff you want to send us. Any, all the stuff, taco stuff. Did you already say taco stuff? Yes. Yeah. You can I say it again. <laughs> Anytime there's a mean girls meme on Instagram, we get tagged at it like 40 times. <laughs> and it's so and great. And I love it. And I love it. It's, Never stop yeah. doing it. And please... Keep writing us and um, yes, and send us you like your little yeah. emails. None mm-hmm. of yeah, we love them. Um, but second of all, I liked what she said at the end. And I think that's kind of what I could, what I took away was like whether or not this was really her like sending her a message from the other side, or if it was just her mind remembering her, it made her feel better. Yeah, and like that was kind of my takeaway. The yeah. whole thing is like whether this is like there's more to this or not. If it makes you feel good, then that's all that matters. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I I love that. Well, thank you for the emails, you guys, especially the feedback from that episode, too. I think there was a little bit of me that was like, this feels a little risky just in the sense of, I know I can be a little, well, a lot woo-woo. And I I appreciated you like really held back. Yeah. Oh, sure. (laughs) Yeah, I really did. But I think that that's kind of how I take it anyway. Like, I'm not that far down the line of this woo-woo stuff. I I really keep it close to the vest because I feel like a lot of it too is just like a personal thing where you're just like, you know, I saw pennies this morning and I was like, oh, hi, grandma. I'm not going to be like calling people being like, guess what? This happened and you all have to understand that this is for real. You know, like it just doesn't matter. It's like whatever is personal to you. It's kind of like meditating or whatever spiritual practice you, you need to have. Um, anyway, uh, I really feel like we have to recap Iceland just really quick because you and I did the Iceland live episode and then we did the episode with Michelle and I feel like the, I really just need to cover the point of how much fun we had. And while we were there doing the live episode in Iceland, I feel like we talked a lot just about the trip because we were in it, but I left that trip really feeling like I, my life was changed in such a beautiful way. And I was like, uh, kind of, it felt like Venice. Remember when I was like super emotional after we got back from Venice? Cause it was just like so many amazing things happened on that trip and like getting to meet awesome people and just being in California, which I love, but I just, I need to have a moment with Iceland. <laughs> and I just feel like the two things, a, everyone that came on that trip was unreal. And I don't even want to compare it to Costa Rica because you can't compare it. It was apples and oranges for sure. But everyone on the trip at Iceland was phenomenal. Just a wonderful, beautiful soul. And I was so excited to get to know everyone. And B was that I remember the moment that was kind of like life-changing that I've been talking a lot about with 
with people when they ask how Iceland was, I was like, you know, those trips that are just life-changing where you have moments where you're like, I will always remember this. Costa Rica was like that when we were on that bus. Remember when we were just like in the middle of nowhere going to the zip line and we were like driving through this like part of town. And we were like, who lives out here? And it was the middle. I would hesitate to even call it. We were driving to a part of town. Like we were driving to the middle of nowhere. Nowhere. And there were houses and animals. We like literally crossed a river in the bus at one point. There were like horses. And I just remember being like, I will never forget this moment. So my Iceland one was when the last night we had a bonfire. So I know that, um, oh, I didn't know you could do that that easily. (laughs) Claire just, now I know. I've been like dying to be like, how do I move this away from my mouth when I need to laugh? Joy and I are on Skype and we both have our headsets on and I just muted myself so I could take a drink of LaCroix and we have these little like mouthpieces, like an air traffic controller. Mm -hmm. You're like Brittany. Like Brittany. And it the thing is, it's like, like on a swivel, so you can just you like just pop it up. like swivel it up. And yeah. I'm doing that now, and it's going to annoy people. But <laughs> but I just saw Claire do it, and I was like, oh, that's how you work that. <laughs> how you get a LaCroix in there. <laughs> okay, go on. We were I'm, about to like, honestly, when You were talking about your life-changing okay. moment in Iceland. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. I was like, do I need a straw? Um, okay, so... We were around the bonfire. It was the last night. And I remember thinking, like, I'm kind of tired, but we're going to do this bonfire. Like, I know that Jono wants to do this, like, um, Jono was our tour guide, um, like, a final wrap-up and, you know, just kind of talk to everybody and do, I don't know, like, a circle of, you know, sharing everyone's experiences. And so we get to the bonfire. First of all, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so great that people can have a bonfire out here because, like, we could never do that in Colorado. <laughs> um, and... It was amazing. Like everyone sat around the bonfire and we talked about the just meaningful moments of the trip. And I remember sitting there thinking, you know, we've had limited access to our phones for five days because, you know, reception is not the greatest and and you're also super busy. So you're just like putting your electronics away. I remember having a moment where I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the this is the feeling I want to chase moving forward. Like I want to have more adventures and my takeaway from like that circle, we talked a lot about like what we want to do and what we want to take home from this trip. And mine was like, I really want to seek more adventures. I want to do things that are out of my comfort zone and, you know, get out of my bubble, etc. And I just loved, for lack of a better term, it was like just the energy around that circle was so cool. And everyone was just like sharing what they, how much fun they had. But I remember thinking, I want to chase this is the feeling I want to chase for a while, you know, in my life. Like that's a meaningful feeling for me to be like, you know what, this, this is not from like, we get hits from, of feeling good from social media. We get hits from our family of like hits of like dopamine hits of like, like that feel good emotion hits from our workouts. But I was like, this is really what it's all about. I really didn't think kind of going into it that I was going to be like feeling that how how important like I didn't realize how important that was to me that I was lacking that in my life. I yeah. guess is what I just want to say. So on that note, I really want to keep doing these trips because it's also something that they they plan so much for and this really isn't a plug like I want to keep doing these trips and I hope that the listeners continue to join us on these trips because it really is life-changing. Like I heard a lot of the people on this trip say, you know, whether they knew I was listening or not, like this trip is like life-changing for me. And that's so cool. Um, It's not just the cool things that we get to do, but it's kind of like those moments with yourself where you're like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. I think the biggest thing, like, I agree that when we did that, the episode while we were there, it was a little bit different now that we've had a couple weeks to kind of like think back on it. My biggest thing that I've 
thought is like, did that even happen? Yeah. Like yeah. it really just felt like so ab- not, abstract's not even the right word, but I look back on the pictures and I'm like, was that a dream? Like it was just so crazy. Like we went through it so fast and it was like we were there and then all of a sudden we were already leaving and it was like, what just happened? Yeah. But I think I my favorite moment was when, uh, and I've talked about this, when I dunked my head in the waterfall. Ugh. But I think it was because like the moments leading up to that, I had like walked back to the actual pool under the waterfall and I had this just random urge that was like, go dunk your head in the in the pool. And I was like, no, that's stupid. I like had this internal conversation where I was like, I don't want to do that. It's cold. Like, you know, how am I even going to get down there? Like what? And then I just thought, you know what? Screw it. Just yeah. go do it. Like, yeah. and I just think I, I want to have more moments like that. of like, you know what? Screw it. Like, just do it. Yeah. And you, Don't. yeah, when you came over and you were like a highly, like, when are you, when are you ever going to be able to dunk your head in a waterfall? Right. And I was like, that's very fair. And it was one of those things where I'm like, I have to do this. This sounds, that sounds amazing. You look yeah. so refreshed. I felt very refreshed. The other thing that I was very aware of was just like that thing of you can either kind of step back and be an observer or you can really kind of have an experience like that where you're like, oh my gosh, I just dunked my head in a waterfall. That was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, was there was a hidden waterfall where you kind of had to like hike back between this little like crack and it say crack again. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm just full of them tonight. And I was hesitant to do it because there was a lot of people around and it was just like, super super misty and you would get like soaking wet and part of me was like do I really want to get soaking wet um but Jono was standing there and he saw me just kind of hanging back while everyone was kind of going in and out and he of course like went back there and was just like staring up at you know it was an amazing thing to see but you really couldn't experience the whole thing until you went to the very back where it was literally hidden and he's like I'm really upset that you're not he's like I'm having a great time but I'm really upset that you're not going back there and that was another moment where I was like, yes, I'm going to go. And so I went back there. It was amazing. And um, you're like, yeah, that's a memory that I I don't want to miss out on. Like, when am I ever going to have the moment to, like, go see a hidden waterfall or, like, dunk your head in a waterfall? So um, it's kind of the same thing. Like, for me, Costa Rica was zip lining. Like, it's kind of scary for me to do that. Um, and I know a lot of people felt the same way. Like heights is like a big one. I hope that our next trip is, uh, you know, again, I hope people are inspired to go on these trips with us. Just, we have a blast, but it's just, you can't put into words like the memories you make and being with a group and we're together 24 seven and they have the whole yeah. thing planned. So you just kind of show up and you're, you don't really have to think or stress about anything. It's, it's wonderful. I was talking to somebody about that soon or soon recently and they were like, you know, do you guys like make a lot of money off these? Like, why do you do them? And I was like, nope, we do them because first of all, they're fun for us because we don't have like the lifestyle where either of us would take these types of trips otherwise. But second of all, and second of all, we can connect with folks in a really unique environment for a long period of time. You know, like we do events or if we meet you at the games, like it's fun, but we only get a couple minutes. Yeah, We don't really get to like hang out. Right. Whereas like this is really, you know, something where we get to spend time with you for several days. Even then I still feel like, man, I wish I had more time with those people, but yeah, same like here. we really do actually get to spend time with you. But I think even more so than that, like we know that for a lot of our listeners, they wish that they could do more things like this, but it's just right outside their comfort zone to the point where they always talk themselves out of it. Yeah. And when you are going with a group who they're, you know, 
Joy and I are going and like you know that most of the rest of the group is going to be at least like 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 like-minded people, then it's easier to kind of say, you know what, screw it, I'm going to go. And we, so many people on the trip said, you know, I want to travel more and I always just, you know, I just don't make my, I don't force myself to do it and like take that first step just to get out of my comfort zone. But, you know, I want to just remember that like it's worth it. And, you know, we had somebody on the trip, this was her second flight ever as an adult. You know, I think we had somebody on the trip who we were staying in like literally bunk beds. She was like, I only ever stay at the Ritz Carlton. <sighs> like we had, you know, people who this just is yeah. like not their typical travel experience. Right. And yeah, I think they really took a lot away from it of like, okay, you know, I, I can say yes to things. I should say yes to things that are outside of my norm. Um, and to me, that's really why we do them is to like give people that opportunity to get out, get out of their bubble. Yeah. And getting to know people is just so much fun for me because I mean, I know I joke about being introverted, but honestly, on these trips, it doesn't affect me in the ways that I, I would think that they would affect me. Like, I don't feel super drained. Like at the end of the night, I go to bed, but we were like doing stuff all freaking day and it was fine. Um, and I feel like the, you know, the piece of, of getting out of your routine, you don't really realize how powerful and important it is until you actually do it. And for those of you out there who are listening, they're like, yeah, I do this all the time. I'm, you know, getting out in the mountains or getting out in nature every weekend. Like that's awesome. And I, I applaud you because that's something I really want to incorporate more in my life. And I saw the value of how unplugging and kind of getting away from your routine is so important because it's super comfortable for me to be like, Oh, I'm just a homebody. Oh, I just like routine. It's like, yeah, that's great. And to get out of it is not only does it give you a, a perspective, but it's like you just, your, your body kind of needs that. You kind of need to be shaken up. You, you know, and I got back there, everyone's like, oh, are you jet lagged? I'm like, yeah, but it's fine. Like I'm here, you know, I had to go to work the next day and I was super, I just felt drunk because I was so jet lagged. I was just like, yeah, but it's fine. Like I expected that and, and, it, and I did it. And it's kind of one of those things where you're like, yeah, it's kind of uncomfortable, but you push through it again, I hope, I hope everyone continues to support us in the, in the way too, that they are trust us to go on these trips and and know that we're going to have a blast. And, um, even with camp timeout, like, I feel like it's the same thing where we get, we get together, we do these awesome group trips and magical things happen. So that being said, we still are trying to figure out where we're going next. So this is not to be continued. You guys are like, okay, great. Well, I'm, I'm ready to sign up. Hold, hold, hold tight, hold your horses and we will, let you know. And hopefully we'll have plenty of notice because we don't want to have happen what happened last time, which was like sold out and everyone was really upset. I really want to touch on a quick email from Erin because she, I think this applies to a lot of people um, who are just traveling in general. I think this is a good email. Erin asked, she listened to the podcast from Iceland. Um, she said her husband is taking her to Iceland in September and is, she's determined to be, to just be in the moment and enjoy everything, which is kind of funny to me. I'm like, just go and have a good time. Like, don't worry about whether or not you're present. Like you'll, you'll notice moments where you're like, oh, I'm not being present right now. Let's be present. Uh, because it truly could be a once in a lifetime experience. What is one thing you're super glad you took with you? And I think this applies to travel in general. I mean, my, like, I have a very logistical brain. And so immediately I'm like, well, you know, like, I really am glad that I had multiple types of footwear with me. <laughs> you know, I had my boots and my chacos and were, my, but like. You were a chaco queen. You were like but, the only one with like, sandals. Zero people yeah. would have, you know, we, there, Iceland gets like 280 days of rain a year and we had four straight days of sun. So yes. our packing list will not apply most likely to yeah. <laughs> everything that you guys, that you're going to be doing. I don't know. I mean, I felt like. 
Iceland is pretty adaptable, you know, like you definitely wear, wear stuff that you're going to be comfortable in. It's not a formal country whatsoever. No. You know, you can show up in leggings and a sweatshirt anywhere you go. Every single day and be fine. And be totally fine. Um, my, my packing list for Iceland was truly all workout gear. Like I wore leggings, Lulu leggings and... Lulu tops and layers the entire time and it was perfect. Um, for the flight, I was I whenever I do anything where I know I'm gonna sleep a long time is I bring that the neck pillow. I have like this awesome neck pillow that like just literally holds your head. Some of them like are really uncomfortable, but that is a game changer for me. Um, on longer flights especially and like headphones and noise canceling headphones, uh, the eye mask was a big one because for Iceland, for people, did Brandon wear his eye mask to sleep for the lightness? Yeah. yeah. But then again, but again, like in September, that's not going to. Yeah, be that's true. Um, but other than that, I just feel like pack comfortably, and you always overpack. So just try to pack less than you think you need. But at the same time, be very mindful that Iceland, depending on where you stay, there's just not a lot of stores to like go pick stuff up. Yeah. So would, don't rely on being like, oh, I can buy it when I get there because you probably can't easily as easily as you unless might you're think. in Reykjavik. Yeah. yeah. It was. A, I will also say like everybody said, oh, Iceland's expensive. It was really expensive. Yeah. Like lunch for two people was easily sixty five dollars. Easily sixty five dollars. So yeah, be for ready sure. for that because yeah. I, you know, when somebody says, oh, this is expensive, I'm like, oh you know, America's expensive. Like yeah. whatever, you know, I, I used to work in Vail, like Vail's expensive. No, yeah. Iceland's really freaking expensive. And it makes sense because they literally have to import everything. Yeah. But dang, it's expensive. Yeah. They were not kidding about that. Yeah. What is one thing you brought, but you didn't need? I would say I just always overpack clothes. So just underpack because I underpacked sh- though. And I ended up washing my leggings in the sink. Oh, did you? So remember I like somehow got there and was like, Oh, I only have two pairs of leggings. Cause I had also packed jeans and I was like, I don't want to wear jeans in the bus all day. Yeah. So I ended up like literally washing one of my pairs of leggings in the sink because I didn't have enough. I packed like a ton of like, like gloves and you know, and once again, I think it was not out of the realm that we would have needed that stuff. Yeah. It just turned out that we had really good weather. Yeah. So, we got really lucky. Uh, maybe my biggest tip would be don't trust the weather forecast because our yeah. trips, our trip said it was supposed to be rainy and 50 the whole time and it was like sunny and 60s, but I think it could have just as easily gone the other way. Yeah. And have fun. Aaron. just have a good time. We are recording this on Father's Day. Did you call your dad? Yeah, but he didn't answer. Oh, John Hay. He's got gotta, all this, he's talking to all his he's kids. He's in New York. Oh, because, what's he doing? Uh, he went to the PGA Tour in New York. Okay. Uh, it's a golf tournament. Yep. Very important golf tournament. And it was being held on Long Island, which my dad grew up on Long Island. Oh. So that it was his Christmas present was tickets to the Saturn. So they went yesterday. And then my brother lives in Brooklyn. That's who Brandon and I stayed with when yeah. we were in New York. Um. So after in Iceland, we went to New York for a couple of days. And so he's staying with my brother for and his family for a couple of days. So he's in New York doing, I mean, I, they, maybe they went to, they were at Father's Day brunch or something. Probably not, but Is you never know. the brother with the cute niece? Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh! I saved that video. I just want to like post it. Like I want to like Everywhere. pin it to the top of our page. Yeah. Just, just like uh, if you need a smile. Oh, literally oh. as we're texting this, my dad just texted me. I see Letter C, you, letter U, called. Love, dad. I see you called. Love, dad. Yes, dad. <laughs> I called. I see you. Thanks. Good good observation, dad. <laughs> He'll still, to this day, he enters the phone. He's like, hello? I say, hi, dad. He's like, Claire. <laughs> like, you definitely have caller ID. <laughs> it's, just, it's an iPhone. 
Oh, he does that every time? Every You knew it was me. Oh, my gosh. What yeah. are some other... Okay, your dad's... I love your, that your dad is always like croissant. Croissant, um, yeah. Is there any other funny... He signs his text messages, all his text messages, love dad. Love dad. Um, what other funny things does my dad do? Something so else. So many things. So many I things like about we... like cheese or like some type of food that he likes or something. He I mean... likes... Um, like my dad for... How do I put this? He has super specific food tastes and some of them are like very hoity-toity. Uh-huh. And some of them are like he likes... Um, you know the brand Horizon Milk? Yeah. He likes their just like cheese singles, like almost like a craft single. Okay. Only, I mean, it's organic. Yeah. But it's like basically just rubber. Sure. That cheese is not good. No. Um, He likes Coke, but he cuts it with soda water. So it's like half and half. So it's not so sweet. <laughs> um, He likes – but then he'll eat like liverwurst. He'll have like a – he'll have like a craft single and liverwurst sandwich with a Coke. Like who is this man? Oh, my gosh. Okay, do you want to hear a funny story, a Ronnie Z story? Yes, I do. My dad is, my dad is like, I. if you kind of want to, I'm trying to think of like all the characters he embodies. He is kind of like the crazy professor on Back to the Future. Um, that's kind of like my dad. His personality is like so wacky and silly. But like way lower energy. Yeah, my dad's not super high energy at all. Because in just, Back to the Future, Doc is like crazy high energy. Yes, but my dad will go like a, he's like an energizer bunny. He's up the second he gets up and he is just moving all but he's day like long. so mellow. Yeah, yeah, and quiet for sure. But I just think of like his spirit is just real quirky. So like our entire lives, we're always like, Okay, tell me a Ronnie Z story. Like all my friends will be like, tell me something, <laughs> tell me something Ronnie Z story. So my dad is like known for he likes to combine foods. Like he's really big on like whenever we go somewhere, he wants to be able to like get things a la carte and just mix them together how he wants. Like a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like, and he so it's just really funny. And so like his food preferences are always like when when he's at the restaurant and he's about to order, it's like we all have to like brace ourselves. We're like, oh, this poor waiter or waitress, like you're in for it because he's got like all these special requests. My dad is on the phone telling me what he made. He made a smoothie in the Vitamix because we had just got like, this was like six years ago. We got him a Vitamix for their wedding anniversary. Like the family pooled a bunch of money together. And he's like, oh yeah, I made this really good smoothie. Let's see. I put in some apples and uh, some some broccoli. Like he starts li- listing all this random food. Uh, and you're like, Dad, I'm like, those aren't smoothie foods. Like what? And then he goes, so he's listing like five or six things. And he goes, yeah. And then I put some pulled pork in there. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it was like. You were not like, describing a smoothie. It was <laughs> like. It was like the episode from Friends where she's like, I put a layer of, I put a layer yeah, of custard and the layer, <laughs> a layer of beef, layer of peas, layer of jam. And I was like, dad. And so now the big joke is like, how's your pulled pork smoothies going? Because that's just totally oh, him. And he, and I was just like, well, I, I mean, I don't even want to know what color that was, but yeah, my dad is quite the character quite the character little little things that we laugh at he cuts whenever chips like get down to the bottom of the bag he cuts the bag off so you don't have to like reach your hand in you just have a little (laughs) so we have half everywhere there's half bags of chips like literally cut off the top of the bag so he doesn't have to reach his hand in as far yeah because then your hand gets greasy (laughs) the man 
He's got ingenuity. I will we tell you that. We do that much. actually for Miles because otherwise, do you? Like, yeah, I mean about it. It's like the whole length of his arm. It's, yeah, my dad is great. So he, uh, mm-hmm. you know, every time we he comes to Denver now because my parents live a couple hours south from here. Um, we go to REI because he likes to walk around REI, mostly because he likes to admire the architecture. So he's not looking at the clothes so much, but he's like looking at the beams and the bolts. <laughs> That's funny then that he wants to go every time because, like, that's the one part that doesn't change. Yeah, it doesn't change. Um, But I think he just likes – it's, like, a big event for him. Like, he just thinks it's – it is kind of like Disneyland for adults. But, uh, yeah, my dad's And then you go to Pinche and get deviled eggs. Deviled eggs, yep. Yeah, that's the thing. He loves the deviled eggs at Pinche. He's just so funny. Yeah, I called him this morning and he – you know, the things that we were talking about that I got him for Father's Day was Gorilla Tape. I can always – Guarantee that he wants Gorilla Glue or Gorilla Tape for his garage. The man lives in his garage. And then um, he wants, like, noise-canceling headphones with a radio on it. Like, don't give the man a Bluetooth because he will not know how to operate it. He wants, like, an AM, FM radio headset. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. they make those still? Oh, yeah. I, like, sell them at Walmart. Heck, wow. yeah, they do. Wow, there's a market for this. <laughs> there really is. Ronnie Z. Ronnie Z is one of their He's top. He's the target demographic. Target demographic oh bless his heart so fa- oh, happy father's happy father's Dad. day to everyone happy um yes i actually would love to hear people even though this is going to release after father's day i love hearing mom and dad stories of like what yeah, like, like quirky, quirky things about your parents so if you totally. have something specific i freaking love that stuff like does your dad collect cookie jars or like there's yeah something- like funny mom or dad stories are so cute to me because yes. people are just so adorable like how their families operate Okay, I can go down two avenues, so you pick. Because okay. I, I was going to go down the avenue. Of, why? Why are you giving me that? Nothing. It's Just... not scary. It's not scary. Okay. Nothing scary, nothing involving ghosts. One was I I was going to recap a life lesson about the crap that happened at my office last week where shit went yeah. down. Or I have a post from, it's totally opposite, the real life RD about something that really resonated with me about food not being fuel. Let's talk about that one. Okay. You don't want to talk about the really dark stuff that happened? I'm just you know, kidding. I mean, honestly, I, I think at some point, if it's relevant, I will tell the story for everyone who's like, oh, man, I want to hear that story. The yeah. bottom line with it is I it there was a life lesson that came out of it that I'd love to share at some point. But I think what we'll do is I'll just like let it happen naturally. It'll come yeah. up at some point. I promise it will. So the post that I saw the other day from the real life rd it was really funny because i thought laura ligos our friend laura posted it and i was like hey can you repost this i can't find it and then it turns out it was a different dietitian she's like that wasn't me but she posts a lot of really cool like blog posts about the same thing which is why i confused the two but so it's from the real life rd robin noling and she had an instagram post that i just I, it made me really think so i'd love to hear what you think about this so i'm going to kind of abbreviate it because it's a little long so it's a post and it has like just a beautiful spread of like brunch foods and coffee bagels with cream cheese fruit eggs etc and the post says we're in vermont this weekend for a wedding and as i was eating breakfast this morning i was reminded of why the saying food is fuel doesn't sit well with me for the last five days and for the next five days liz and i are sharing a practical tip for each intuitive eating principle to me, food as fuel sounds too simplistic because of eating and drinking would be exhausting if it wasn't pleasurable and essential. Food is supposed to be pleasurable. It's not just fuel. Diet culture has jacked that up through uh, though and instead we can f- instead 
Instead, we can feel guilty, shameful, or like we're doing something wrong by finding pleasure in food. So I'm going to stop right there and see if you if there's any like thoughts that you have around that. I just thought it was interesting because like a lot of times we're like pick really quality foods and like food is fuel. I think it goes both ways. Like I think the thing that I'm really learning about the way that I talk about food is like some people need to hear different things. If you have an overly emotional relationship with food, then thinking about food as fuel can really help you. I think some people are too, can definitely be too emotional about food. It can be too impulsive. You can, you know, put, you can really see it as an emotional release or you go to it as a therapy or you go to it as an anxiety relief and you, and you don't have a healthy relationship with it in that way. And therefore I think reframing it as like, listen, food is just fuel. Like you don't have to attach all these emotions to it. I think that can be helpful. And I think that I have found that to be helpful in my life at times where I'm like really overwhelmed about like, man, <clears throat> you know, there's like, how do I pick what to like, what diet to follow or whatever. And it's like, listen, like food is just fuel, you know, like that's all there is to it you know, your relationship with food is what you make it. But I also think, I agree that it's been oversimplified. Like, at, yes, food is fuel, but at the same time, if you have a, you know, we talk about this, like you can't have a transactional relationship with food. And if you do try to have a transactional relationship with food, then you've swung too far on the other side of the pendulum. So mm-hmm. I think there has to be a middle ground where it's like, recognize that, yes, food is food is fuel, literally. Like, it's literally but right. more so in the sense of like it's required for you to live. Right. You, Your body has to have it. It needs it and it needs certain quality and quantity of it at any given time. And then, you know, it, honor the fact that there is an emotional component to it and that you need to be super mindful of that and that it's okay to enjoy food. It's okay to eat something just because you enjoy it. It's okay to not eat something because you don't enjoy it, you know, whatever that may be. But I think just I really like – at the point room, I'm more so, okay, let's find the middle ground yeah. because I don't think thinking of it completely one way or the other is really, I don't know. I'm also really just at a point where I'm like just trying not to overthink it. Yeah. I think it's so easy to overthink it, but For I also sure. think like we've talked about this, you know, the, the thing about food that is kind of almost this like cruel irony is that you, you can't get away from it. Like, you have to eat. And so you have no choice, you know, any other like... You're like forced into... If you have issues with food, you're constantly forced into a relationship that's really troublesome for you. Right. I was just about to say like any other dysfunctional relationship in your life, like you can walk away from it if you need to, but not food. Drugs, alcohol, right. Which some would would say you could use food as a drug and I get that, but for, you know, all intents and purposes... You don't need crap to live. Right. Like, you know, any, any addiction, any other like super dysfunctional relationship with a person, like almost any other thing in your life that has the capacity to be that loaded and that dysfunctional, if you need to, you can cut it out of your life, whether for a certain period of time or forever. Mm-hmm. But with food, like you have to eat. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's like, again, kind of this cruel irony that like, there's so much around it, but at the same time, it's like, okay, just relax. It's yes, it's food, but also it's just food. No, I agree with that. I think the, um, you know, cause we haven't, we haven't touched upon this in a long time. And I think, you know, we touch we talk about it here and there, but you know, I feel like we've really evolved through a lot over the past two years, especially of kind of how we've discussed food and diet and exercise. But, um, I just, I like when people are kind of challenging the, I guess you could say norms on social media of like how, I guess at least what's in my feed of people living healthy and, you know, eating well, but it's not to the point of 
like diet culture, but still like, oh, eat, choose real whole foods. And, um, you know, there's a point where it's like, yeah, and freaking live your life like that. That feels really good to sit and share a meal with someone that you love. If it's not on your quote unquote diet, or if you feel like it's quote unquote bad food or whatever negative word you want to use, I feel like that just, you should trump, everything should be family first, friendship first, and food is like a great way to connect with someone. Like, you know, seeing a lot of the Anthony Bourdain stuff that's been whirling around since his passing, it's kind of like, I love and appreciate how he views food as a way to experience culture, to connect with people, to get to the bottom, like what's going on in other parts of the world. Like, that's a beautiful thing. And I know we... We don't think of that every single time we eat and how can we, but I just think like if we're going to beat ourselves up for like enjoying a wonderful time with our friends because the food might not be on your diet plan, that just feels really silly. But I just, I think the energy of what she was posting was really cool. Some people may not agree, but I do love that she was just like, I don't, food as fuel doesn't really sit well with me if we're thinking of it that way. It's kind of limiting, so... I think what I really want to, I was thinking about this last night. One of the things that I really want to do is make like a page on our website. That's like, okay, here are all the different diets that are out there from our experiences. Here are the pros and cons. Like sure. Macros. Okay. Pros. If you have no idea what you're eating, this is a great place to start for you. If you're training for a competition, this is a great place to start for you. If you feel like you have a super erratic relationship with food, this could be really helpful for you. Cons. It turns food into a tra- transactional relationship. It makes eating out super hard. It, you know, you have to plan super far ahead. But like, there are pros and cons to everyone. It's like intuitive eating. Yeah. Pros. You can, you know, live a more stressful life. Cons. If you are prone to like emotional eating, it's you can be- justify a lot to be like, yeah. I wanted that whole cake because intuitively I wanted it. It's like, yeah, exactly. I right. It's like there's pros and cons yeah. to every single thing. Sure. And you know, like. And I think there's pros and cons to every single thing in every different phase of your life. Like if you're, you know, six months pregnant, is counting macros maybe the best choice for you? May, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I would, you know, tend to think maybe not. But hey, if you're getting ready for a bikini competition, you're most likely weighing and measuring every dang thing you eat. Yeah. I have other opinions about bikini competitions. But again, like, whatever. Yeah. If you can do that in a health, from a healthy place, then go for it. I just think that like the more... I, and I think also like we've talked about this a lot that my experience with macros was so neutral mm-hmm. and my experience with every diet I've done has been, I've taken some things away and I've like, I've liked some things about it and I've disliked some things about it. Yeah. And even in like just eating, you know, right now I'm not following any quote unquote diet. I eat when I'm hungry. I don't eat when I'm not hungry. I eat what I'm craving. I don't eat what I'm not craving. Like I know there's stuff out there that's bad for me. I'm not eating candy or whatever. I will pretty much with like clarify every single time, like, okay, there are some foods like that are just bad. Yeah. I don't think there's really ever a time in your life where you should be like eating, drinking soda, for example. We're going to get hate mail about that, but whatever. No, it's okay. I had a Diet Coke at dinner the other night because I was like, that's right. You did. Yeah. I was like, are you drinking soda? You were like, yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever. But like for me, it just makes me feel like crap. (laughs) Because I was just like, like, it's not even going to go there. Right. Whatever. But I think... Apart, like, but there's still cons to that where it's like sometimes I know I'm not getting enough food. You know, I'll get to the end of the day and I'm like, wow, I ate breakfast and that was it today. Yeah. Or like just whatever, you know, there's pros and cons to everything. Yeah. So if you want to check out that post, her account again is 
the real life underscore RD. And the date, if you wanted to read the whole post, is June 16th. Just something to think about because I still see, and look, a lot of the people we still follow, like I don't really use my personal account because I'm always on Girls Gone Wad, but um, the people that we still follow, like they're healthy and they're still, you know, I guess focused on health, wellness in a way that's like eating good quality foods. So sometimes it's kind of nice to just be like, I don't know, when I go through like a Joy the Baker post and she's like got these decadent, you know, scones that she's making. I'm like, oh, I love that. (laughs) It's like, yes, live your life. Just a appreciation for that and different perspectives. And I'd love to hear what you guys think too of just, you know, how you're kind of incorporating that into your life. All right, so we got to wrap up. Uh, Last plug is for the chesty. You can still get the Joy Chesty and get a discount by and support the podcast by using discount code GGW when you order the Joy Chesty. Claire's is still in the works. We will definitely let you know as soon as that one is released. But yeah, we've been getting a lot of comments about it. They decided to redesign part of the back. And so that's why it's taking a lot longer to release than we thought. But we'll you will know as soon as we know. We yes. don't know. So yeah. So you can go to the Chesty and that is, again, when you order the Joy, the discount code is GGW. I wore it today because I did a workout with a lot of power cleans and it's definitely- It's my favorite thing. Just the if best. I, if I have to do anything in the front rack and I don't have my Chesty, I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. It's the, like, it really just builds your confidence so much because you don't have to worry about crushing your windpipe. Yeah, exactly. It's Imagine it's doing wonderful. a power clean workout and not worrying about your collarbones. Just imagine it. It's, it, it feels it like a hug. reality. Like you're just your your protector when you're doing heavy cleans. And I think that's it. But I would love to hear, you know, Claire and I always love to hear from you guys. But if you have anything else or questions that you, you know, we haven't really reached out to you guys in a long time. If you have anything that you want us to talk more about on the podcast or give us feedback, we love hearing from you. And we've been doing this for so long that you know, every single email that we read, we're like, it keeps us going. So thank you guys for any feedback that you have. You can still go to iTunes, rate us and review us. You know, the the podcast pool just continues to grow. It's getting more and more competitive, which means it's even more important that you guys rate, review and subscribe and share it with a friend if you can. Um, That just continues to help us build our community. So, you know, there's really nothing more than 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 that behind it is like I know you you're listening to a lot of podcasts and we have a lot to choose from now but that super duper helps us so thank you in advance and that's it for this week Claire awesome have a great week guys. have a great week bye, bye.